Hey everybody, before we get into this review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I just want to let you know about our sponsor. It's a film called Sir John A. and the Curse of the Antiquenched. It's a fun comedy and you can check it out on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you get your movies. Check out curseoftheantiquenched.com. All right, we're a little late to the game here with our Once Upon a Time in Hollywood review, but we're still doing it and I'm starting the 10 minute timer now. So, so it was a long movie. <laughs> so I think it's, wait, Matt. I first yeah. want to ask since yeah. you haven't been on the podcast for a while. Are you all right? Is everybody all right? I'm all right, but the fucking hippies ain't. That was my favorite line in that whole movie. Right at the end. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. All right, it's a really great start so far. <laughs> um, so yeah, what'd you think of it? Um, well, it, I, I was expecting it to be long, but it didn't feel long to me. Like when I like I. I uh, we went to see it with uh, me and my friends, uh, my friends and I, and three of us liked it. And then one of us was just like, man, it was so long, like like nothing was happening. And I'm like, yeah, but like it's Hollywood, baby. Like, you know, like things were happening, but they weren't happening. You know, yeah. uh, it's a slow burn that definitely pays off for the Tarantino-esque violence of the end. He does a lot of good, um, like... Sub, one subvert your expectation right oh like i love of, it but he's also uh he's also a master of showing you something to build up a character so you know that character has a skill or attribute so that oh, when yeah, things yeah, yeah, happen exactly. like the bruce lee thing and then yeah you know, the end so you know that's based on like a true story of uh gene labelle he's like a famous wrestler like stuntman i just the only thing i knew that was true was the whole Sharon Tate thing. Right. Uh, but, like, I, I knew where it was leading up to. I'm like, oh, are they going to do the Sharon Tate murders? But, like, knowing where they're going Tarantino-esque, I'm like, you know what? I bet you that, like, he's going to stop it, right? Brad Pitt's going to go. And, like, that's... My mind was already there thinking, like, it, it, it's Tarantino. He takes things and even, like, World War II, right? Like, they kill Hitler. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they, they switch the history of it to give it more flip of it, a... Flip it on its head. Yeah. Alt history. And you know what? I like that. Now, I, I was expecting it, but when it happened, you're like, oh, man, here we go. I uh, want to put my nomination forward for DiCaprio to win an Oscar this he's year good. again. So, so the good. scene where he's... He's acting opposite Timothy Olyphant, I think his name oh, is. Oh, man. And so, like, so the good. levels of acting to go from just Leonardo DiCaprio acting his ass off as that <laughs> that guy, yeah. then to act as the character acting as another person in the scene, fucking up. So, like, those are one of my favorite, those are some of my favorite moments, is, like, that whole Western. I love Westerns, to begin with, but, like, that whole sequence... And then like, all right, back to it. Like, like the whole scene goes back. Like, it's so brilliantly done. And yeah, like, uh, he, hell of a performance. Like him and Brad Pitt. But I think I prefer uh, DiCaprio. I think DiCaprio's, if it wasn't for Brad Pitt's, I don't, I, the, the one thing I didn't like about the movie uh, was uh, too much Manson-ness to okay. it. Like, I didn't like when they went to the, uh, the old... Uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but like the old ranch there. That's also based on a true story. It is. Right? No, yeah, I, so. and I, I'm not saying it's not. It just, to me, that's where I kind of were like, okay, like let's keep going. There were certain things, like you mentioned, there's, uh, you know, uh, subverting the expectations. Uh, that whole sequence, that's, that's all it does, right? Like, I love the fact that the music that's playing on the television 
is adding suspense to the scene that's happening like I know. in it and you're like oh man like that part was good but like all the outside I don't know I just there were certain things I like certain things I didn't like um that to me was some of the weaker aspects okay. of the movie like I was just like get back to the Hollywood like you know what I mean I'm like to me I was like get back to DiCaprio cuz he's just so good right now and there are scenes with Brad Pitt I like but when when Brad Pitt is in like on set you know what I mean like I I want to see more of that it's funny, um, like, yeah, I, I'm i like, was joking. I'm like, I'll never be as cool as Brad Pitt in that movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt was quite great in that movie. Uh, yeah, I, I really like DiCaprio. Uh, they have a really good... Like, dynamic. Oh, like so uh, good. You think there was, there'd be, like, the cliche version of that would be, you know, they have some type of big fight in the movie and like but no they're just buds they're just buds the whole time and like almost everything that they 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 build upon in the in in like throughout the movie just kind of pays off in some way even things like sharon tate it's pretty much just showing her her life like for like well the the last few days right like you see like her sister was against the movie until she saw it and then she saw it and then oh no i didn't and now like she like loves it and well because it's kind of a what if right like yeah you know like they they really beat the shit out of these people that are pieces of shit yeah do you know it's a uma thurman's daughter is the one that runs away is she? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, she's in the no. new Stranger Things and all that. I, I haven't seen the newest uh, Stranger Thing. I, I know there's like a lot of cameos in this movie. There's they, People show up and you're like, oh, that like, guy. that's Michael Madsen. Okay, yeah. cool. Actually, <laughs> funny enough, I saw him at a Comic-Con uh, before the movie came out. And he told a story of um, he did like a, some other independent movie right before this. And uh, he was zip lining in the shot, and the zip line frigged up, and he smashed into something. He was all bruised up, mm. and uh, he didn't like he had a bruise on his head. And he went to set and all this, and he didn't want to tell Tarantino, so he went to makeup and got makeup done and all this. So you see him like limping and looking like kind of mangled in some of his yeah. shots. But like apparently Tarantino rewrote the scene to be to fit that, <laughs> which is kind of funny. So that's fun. That's fun. No, I I, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised it did as well as it did because for one it's Tarantino, so it's, it has a nicher market. Yeah. Secondly, it's a very slow film, which is yeah. Like which, they don't like, make usually films that's a, like that's that. a that's a box office killer right there. Usually slower films. Uh, you got, you know, I mean, yeah, you got DiCaprio and and Brad Pitt, but those and Margot Robbie and but yeah, like those two main, yeah, they're big actors, but they're kind of falling out of the whole Hollywood new actors kind of age. You know what I mean? They're they are yeah. aging. It just everything shouldn't have been such a big box off, and I'm glad it did because it's also almost a three hour film. Like all these yeah. things kind of build up to it. You're like, I'm, I'm I was actually surprised. It, I'm like, it's a good thing that it did. Yeah, uh, is this supposed to be his last movie or like? I, I don't I know. He always says like, of something like he always that. says like, oh, like I'm only gonna make X amount of movies. But then he said he goes back on that every now and well, then. He said the problem he's, is you get a new idea, you know? Like, yeah, that's just it. And he said he just like he'll get an idea and be like, oh, I need to do that. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like he's he's very much like I want to make movies on film yeah. that sh- are shown in theaters and all that. But he is somebody that like a David Lynch who I feel like could make a just a miniseries, 10 episode miniseries and it would be interesting to see a Tarantino-esque or cuz he has written Tarantino. TV before. Like he has written episodes of stuff, you know. Yeah. But I mean, like uh I I love the film. It I 
I had no expectations going in. I love the attention to detail that they did with the practical effects too. Yeah, of just they'll just change a street to what it was in the seventies or whatever to look like it did and go film quick. They have one take. Got it. Do you, you ever do you see the uh, behind the scenes shots of the uh, four hundred five in L A. all lit up and no? the, all the old cars and they did it all like legit that's like fun. with like a process car and. And you could just kind of tell, like, you know what I mean? Like, when a movie goes practical versus the CGI, sometimes <laughs> you've got some... Uh, you could just tell and appreciate more of the practical aspect of it, and especially since it's a movie about uh, the 70s and, you know, like, classic Hollywood. Maybe not, not like, the 70s Hollywood aspect of it, or 60s. Is it the 60s? 60s I forget. 70s, uh, yeah. It's, like, in that, in that range, but, like, old-school Hollywood. It's all practical, like... Yeah. It's kind of like... The Expendables, but all other effects are all uh, CG'd and, and done in post. It, do, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, no. these are the people that are supposed to glorify the 80s action movie stars, and like, you're telling me almost everything is not practical? I know. You know what I mean? It's like, sort of, there is like a loss there, right? Exactly. So, like, that, I'm glad he did in that respect uh, a lot of it there. And um, no, I really liked it. It's not my favorite uh, Tarantino no? film. It's not something I'd be watching all the time. You know what I mean? Like, there's more. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. But same uh, year. But it. Uh, what's your favorite? Hour, um, I mean, I know it's kind of cliche, but I really do enjoy the old uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, eh? I was always a big fan of Pulp Fiction. Um, I really like the randomness. I really like the gimp scene. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just, that's like, a good one. Because I, I know, I had no, like, no idea what I was going into. Like, first time I saw it, and when that had happened, I'm like, man, I know it's like. It's messed up, and I'm like, I like that they went there. Like, it's yeah. just, it's so random. I, I, I don't know. Um, that one, and probably Inglorious Bastards, because I'm a sucker for World War II. Man, I gotta say, yeah, Inglorious is up there for me for sure. Because it's seen, just fun. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, the Django of to it? me, it was fun. But it was, there was good. But there's too much. Like, there, there's a lot of like, like not. It's just like there's parts you just like you feel uncomfortable, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't like that. Yeah, um, but you know what? I think one of my favorites is Jackie Brown. I seen that once. I need to give that one another shot. All right, we got the ten minute timer. <laughs> we both obviously loved. Uh, we, yeah, we liked it. Uh, loved hopefully, he's doing more of it. Um, and if you haven't seen it, check it out. If you have seen it, see it again. Maybe, hopefully, when it comes out. Game over, man. Game over. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lost Commentary, on Instagram at Raiders of the Lost Commentary, and like us on Facebook. I'll be back.